in the darkest corners of the podcast dungeon, you have come across another goddamn horror podcast. With Graham Faye, Jonas Barnes, and Ryan Whoa, welcome everybody to another goddamn horror podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Ryan Danley coming to you from a snowy, cold, chilly Portland, Oregon. Um, we have been, uh, we're, this is like this town gets snowed in like once a year um, or once every couple of years. We don't have any snow equipment in this town and we don't salt roads and we, which is a good thing for the most part. Um, I mean, I have myriad of opinions on it, um, but we don't salt roads. We don't do anything. We simply, um, uh, simply just sort of deal with it. And um, yeah, and I'm dealing with it today. There's just like, um, I like, like I grew up in like rural Colorado where like even the most rural road was plowed because we had like the systems to do it. Um, I live in like like one of the most densely populated areas of portland and my road will never ever ever see a plow <laughs> not once like <laughs> the main roads around it will but my road will never ever ever see a plow like in like it's just it's just the way it is like it's um it's uh, like i can hear them sometimes i mean but seeing a plow in a city you're more likely to see a bigfoot in the northwest of you are to see a snowplow in, in downtown Portland. So um, um, most people who don't live in the Pacific Northwest don't understand that we all have Bigfoots as pet. But, um, you know, so Jonas, did you find that to be true when you lived up here? Yeah, dude. When I, I mean, when I lived there, well, it was weird. Okay, so eastern Washington and Portland um, were vastly different as far as the snow stuff goes because sure. in yakima like eastern washington yakima they would fucking salt the roads they would plow them they'd throw cat litter down they'd fucking pour acid on the roads they didn't give a shit and they like they didn't care about the asphalt at all um but like portland and seattle they were just like fucking sorry you gotta drive careful i guess like <laughs> they didn't care at all what, what about the bigfoot pet owning <laughs> the Bigfoot pet owning was totally, that's like, it's, we, I know. We, had, big, we had big feet. <laughs> yes, not, I know, Jonas, I'm not supposed to tell everybody, but it's, it's, it's hard to keep it in sometimes. I was trying to dance around it because now you're going to have all these people that are going to move to Portland and they're going to be like, I heard you have fucking Bigfoot pets here. I want to just watched pet. Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> they're all amped. Yep. Oh, see, now we're going to have to send them to the direction of Bigfoot movies that will make them not want to have big feet as pa- big feet. I think it's I think that's the plural of Bigfoot is big feet. But, right. I think yeah. it's Bigfoots. Bigfoots. I think, uh, I think so. it's a, it's not like you could say it cunty and be like big fout, you know, like or something. <laughs> right. But no, it's a no, we, we totally do. Or maybe uh, it's not plural. Maybe it's Bigfoot is like a. Look at all the Bigfoot out there. Oh, is it one of those dickhead words where it's like deer and it's got like a little, yeah, like everybody's it's like, moose. yeah, don't, I don't like that at all. Right. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Like, look at all the Bigfoot. That's just one Bigfoot. Nope. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Family yeah, of Bigfoot. I think it's singular, actually. 
Oh man, that's I think, I, that is gonna. You just put a brain worm inside of my head that is going to eat it from the inside out. We've uh, I've had this conversation actually a lot. So since the the proper name is Bigfoot, I think that it's just Bigfoots. You know what I mean? Because like it's not like with an S. Yeah, with an S. Okay, but then why? Uh, okay, but why is Goose's? Why is it not Goose's? And why is it Geese? Well, I I don't know. Um, Goosters? Where are you getting that? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Goose, gooses. It's not gooses. It's geese. So why would Bigfoots be Bigfoots? Yeah, but they're foots? birds. Birds are fucking awful and don't count. That's true. That is true. They are terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck. You're right. I th- I, you know what? I think it is Bigfoot. I think it's just simple. It's just singular Bigfoot, even as a family. Yeah, I think so too. Um, it feels very misogynistic, though. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why Bigfoot has a gender association, but it kind of does. I don't know. I don't know what. To, I don't know what to say. Okay, we argued about this before in a previous episode, where Bigfoot is apparently walking around the Oregon wilderness just swinging dick. So, <laughs> yep. we did gender assign Bigfoot we, at we a did. certain point. That's our we fault. Did. We did. This is continuity at this point. Now we have to stick with that. <laughs> this this episode is canon. Is Bigfoot Dick canon? It so, is. Um, is Bigfoot the Dick Swinger, and then Sasquatch <laughs> is the female of the Bigfoots? I don't know. No, Maybe I, think, that's, I, think, I think Yeti Yeti comes across more feminine, doesn't no, it? No, it's just that's just the ones. Yeti's definitely show. binary. <laughs> yeah. Non-binary. Yeah. Yeah. Non- non- yeah. Um, very 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 white though. Unfortunately, yes. uh, very white. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Is this is this the episode we get like canceled on because we uh, maybe <laughs> they're like those dudes with all my hot takes on <laughs> on the upcoming horror movies. These Ooh. fucking dudes are sitting here gender assigning Bigfoot when we have all this good <laughs> horror coming out in 2022. Right, like what oh, that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's, a, it's a good. We don't have a guest. This is a this is just a fun uh, end of year episode. Uh, we unfortunately last week uh, because of uh, rampant COVID situations with all of us and our families and uh, like apparently like everybody in New York just has COVID. I think okay, it's just it's like with, yes. with the world. This is with not the, just <laughs> the whole fucking country right now has it. <laughs> Let's yeah, be New York Let's, definitely has. I blew my knee out, so I can't walk either. So right, um, but we your knee, uh, your knee has full blown COVID. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, and we your, your uh, knee is your knee your knee joints are quarantining from the rest of your body. That's what's happening uh, right now. <laughs> making it hurt now. <laughs> Uh, we had to cancel an episode, which we've never actually had to do at the last minute. We've never, uh, I guess maybe once or twice, we've had to rearrange something. But uh, um, at the last moment, we had to uh, cancel with uh, the Zoom meeting was sent out and everything. It was like ready um, with, with uh, Power Violets. And uh, and uh, she's uh, super cool. And I'd like to get her on again. And if you don't know who uh, she is, please go check out her music on uh, whatever streaming service that you listen to. Uh, she's super great. She comes from a strong punk rock lineage, which I'd actually not even like to talk about because she talks about it a lot. But like, you know what? I think she's standing tall on her own. And her uh, she and has her, it, her record's real good. No yeah, boys. Yeah, no boys. It's, it's very good. And uh, she doesn't Nickelback cover. And you'll be like, you know what? I kind of like Nickelback. Um, really good. It's fucking really good. <laughs> and um, and then um, she's also like probably my favorite uh, TikTok content maker because she trolls um, um, fucking like 
white dude guys my age about punk rock history she just like makes it up and she comes from a very strong punk rock family and um um and so it's really funny to watch people get get super pissed in the comments it's like one of my favorite things they just get like wicked pissed they're just like what is this, what is this little girl talking about oh it's, it's really it's really fucking great and uh we really need um a lot more of, uh, of that and uh so we're really excited to have her on um we're not but please in the meantime we're gonna, we will get her back and um please in the meantime uh, go check out um her music on um and see her she lives in brooklyn as well and she's going to be canceling some shows i saw today so that's unfortunate but uh, when things clear up and we're all out of this uh, silly covid mess you know never but if we when we are um and sh- and shows are again uh please go check out uh, her band power violets um yes. yeah um so yeah upcoming horror was is, 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 i got is a lot there- you got a I got, there's a bunch coming. I'm excited about this episode, honestly, because I love looking forward to shit. I love trailers. I love getting excited about movies. Um, so, yeah. So this and this year looks uh, pretty fucking promising. Um, so should we just get right into it? Or do you guys have any that you're really amped about? Well, we can, let's just, uh, let's just, let's just go through them. I mean, we're going to have some of the same ones. I think know? so. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of heavy hitters coming out in 2022, like in early 2022 also. So I think, yeah. I mean, the big front runners, I think all of us are going to be looking forward to, you know, like Scream sure. and stuff like that. Like, Scream. I think, you know, Scream, I think is probably the soonest one that's coming well, let's out. Let's talk about that. Yeah. That's okay. January 14th. Yeah. Um, that's coming out. That's what Scream 5. It's Scream 5. It's just called Scream this this time around. They're doing like the Halloween thing. Right. Um, uh, and it's uh, Matt Bettinelli Open and Tyler Gillette are directing. And it's written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. Um, and it stars newcomers Melissa Barrera, Mason Gooding, Jenna Orteg, and Jack Quaid. And of course, we have the returning Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette. So I want to bring something up about this before we get super into it. They've they've had multiple trailers for it that have dropped. And when the first trailer came out, people kind of shit their pants a little bit about it because they were like, oh, they showed us so much about the movie and blah, blah, blah. And when I saw it the first time, I was kind of like, yeah, I can see that because Scream is all built on surprise, you know? It's built on that shock of, like, the final act. And people were kind of judgy about it. But then super quick, the filmmakers and the producers and the writers and stuff were like, oh, yeah, we did that on purpose for sure. Like, because what we're actually showing you is not at all what you think. So I think I like what they're doing with the promotion of it. Because I feel like they're dangling a carrot in front of our face, which is one thing that Scream has been so fucking good at throughout the entire duration of the franchise, is having that little thing in front of you that like makes you kind of grab at whatever you think the ending is. And if they were doing a for real bait and switch with these trailers, I'm so into that. Right. Yeah, that's cool. You know, because this one, I mean, Scream 5, it's, it's like a, I don't, I don't even think it's a reboot or, or anything like that necessarily. It's but, like a soft reboot. I, I've, from what I've gathered, I, I yeah. guess the uh, the old heads, the returning cast is is going to play sort of a a less central role as opposed to the kids. 
Right. But I could be wrong. No, I think that's, I, I do like that. I do think it's cool. But I also think that depending on what type of movie this is, whether it's a soft reboot or whether it's continuation or whether it's the start of a new trilogy, like that's going to drastically affect the direction of the movie in Mm -hmm. the, in the sense that like, you know, who the killer is and like the storyline of it and like everything like that. But the one thing I will say that I'm like really hyped about is that they're saying the movie is dedicated to Wes Craven. So they're they're making it in a way that they really feel like is going to make him, you know, would make him and his family proud. Right. Which tells me they're not going to phone it in at all. Kevin Williamson is back as a producer, at least, I, I believe. Um, he's, also, he's also one of the writers. I just don't think he's actually credited as one of the writers. Right. But he's yeah. talked about it in interviews and stuff that he was had a pretty heavy hand in overseeing the script. Cool, cool. Yeah, no. And yeah, it's the first one without Wes. So, um, fingers crossed. But hell, that fucking poster is super good looking. The Dolby poster with the, yeah. with the cars going in the screen mouth? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like a tunnel? I like that. Looks good. Go look it up if you yeah. haven't seen it. I'm into that. <laughs> Ryan, what are you thinking about the new Scream? Are you looking forward to it? I think that um, I, I always, always was letting you both talk about it just because, like, um, yeah, I'm of course, I'm like, super into it. Like, I mean, like, like Scream was, you know, it's Scream. It's like, it, it's the it's the be all end all of, of like modern horror. You know what I mean? Like, I know, I know a lot of people like have rolled their eyes at what I just said, but like, to me, like really kicked off like a new wave of things. And it was, you know, um, and it was, and it was very, very good. And it was uh, self-actualized and like, and, and just done great. Like it was still like, it was still like a solid, like, like like slasher film with like a high body count and cool kills and all that stuff you know what i mean like 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 being able to make something with like a semi like making something that's like semi-original out of parts of the of like previously done things is like a super brilliant sort of you know uh, mindset and you know and sort of like like it's acknowledgement of of horror movies within the horror movie you know, like, like, is like not to get too geeked out, but like, it's like Robocop was a satire of action 80s action movies while being an excellent 80s action movie itself you know what i mean and like and so like that sort of when like writing happens like that and 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 stuff like that those are like rare gems of pieces you know that it's not just about like okay here's this like like this two-dimensional story with like a single layer of like people coming across it it's uh it's it's got this depth and i think that speaks to the like the the longevity of the movies and uh um unfortunately i think in some of the sequels they might have like kind of gotten away from that or even started to like sort of like emulate the ones before it i know that sounds like of course they did but like but i think that like like they tried to get that feeling again and unfortunately that's a challenging thing and i i, I didn't mind too uh so much uh the other ones are a little like um um they're fine they're just a little bit more wallpapery to me I you mean, know what i mean scream, scream 4 is legitimately good though like it's Scream 4, here's the problem with Scream that they had when they made the sequels. The first one set the bar so high as far as, like, reinventing the slasher genre that they fell into a trap in part two where they had to take what worked about the original 
but try to reformulate it and also do the thing that people expect from sequels, higher body count, you know, a little bit more grisly, a little bit of a different direction, that right. type of thing. Sure. Where the acting, the acting was really good in two, but the, the like, actual pacing of the movie was a little off and like right. some of the characters that died, you didn't really give a fuck about. And then three was, I still like three, like just for, you know, the fact that it's a screen movie, I'll still sit down and watch it. But like three is the one that is by far the worst. And also they abandoned the whole two killers thing, which did not work at all. Like <laughs> the reveal of that killer was like, Oh fuck you. Like it was nobody liked that. There was not one person that was happy about that. Um, but then scream four came along and scream four did what I think scream one did just for sequels as opposed to reboots of a, like of a franchise or of like a, you know, a genre. Sure. And I think scream four did it the only way you could really do it within the time period that it came out. Like it utilized new technology. It utilized horror fandom in a way that was very culturally relevant at that time. Um, the reveal was like, it was good, but it definitely wasn't a great reveal. Like one of the, one of the killers totally made sense. And then the other one was just like, all right, like I feel like you shoehorned that one in. Right. But you know, but the movie itself was really good. Um, the worst thing about part three, though, by the way, was Courtney Cox's bangs. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah Nobody actually. Or, or lack, of, lack of bangs. It was yeah. they were rough. Um, was, do we think any of the, uh, the, the uh, returning cast are, are uh, dying? That's yes. so tough. Yeah. I think um, they I are, think, but I don't know who. I, I think know, I, uh, Dewey. Dewey's such a Shout die. out to Ashley, but Dewey, I think Dewey. Dewey's either going to die or he's the killer. One of the two. Oh. Ooh, that's I, so does Matthew Lillard come back? See, that's the, here's the other thing about it. One of the killers, I don't know which one, but one of the killers is super tall. And you can tell that in the trailers. One of the killers is really tall and like not lanky, but also not like thick, thick. And it's very much Matthew Lillard's body type. Which I confirmed could, here. Which could be, a, <laughs> it could be a swerve, but I would not be surprised at all if Matthew Lillard was coming back. Um, and I don't think anybody would be disappointed. Nobody would be unhappy. No. You know what? Yeah. You know what? People are like, well, how could he come back? And I'm like, just make it fucking supernatural. No, he's <laughs> no, he easy to do. He horror. literally didn't die in the first one, though. That's the thing. You never saw him truly die in the first one, which I think is something that people really stuck on, and it made sense. Right. Because when, like, the whole thing was Stu, when, when she pushed the TV on his head, like, it landed glass down, so it wasn't, like, the heaviest part of the TV that landed on him. It broke when it landed on him, and it did shock him for sure. Like, you saw him getting electrocuted and shocked. But then they just fucked off and walked away. You didn't see any other, like, you didn't see his body get pulled out of the house. You didn't see any body bag with him. Like, nothing. So, that's very possible that he's still there. Yeah, I mean, that's a dead giveaway in horror. Right. It's like, there's those little <laughs> red herrings that are in there, man. But if it's Dewey, it's going to rip my heart out. But also, at the same time, it's going to be like, I, like, fucking, you got stabbed how many times? Like, you finally broke, dude. I get it. Like... <laughs> Right, like <laughs> he's like another fucking year of this shit. I'm not getting stabbed anymore. <laughs> right. 
Um, he, looks, he looks haggard too. Dude, dude looks haggard as <laughs> shit. In that yeah, trailer. he's got he's got to be tired as fuck. Um, uh, all right, well, so scream. Yep. So I mean, we can give a lot of time to scream, but like, I feel like the millions of dollars in advertising they've done has probably, you know what I mean. But um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, um, I'm just gonna throw one out there. Um, um. The new Doctor Strange movie. Oh, I think very, it's very interesting. Horror, very horror esque. Yeah, the, everybody's saying it's like it's a, it's basically going to be a horror movie. Like it's um, it's uh, going to be like the first like real horror movie in the MCU. Um, I know that they tried to get something like a horror movie going with uh, God, I can't even remember the name of it now. Um, uh, that movie that took like new five mutants. new mutants. What a disappointing thing for a horror oh, fans. I wanted it to be better. Well, because they <laughs> chopped it up to try to make it not a horror yeah. movie. And like they had advertised it as a horror movie, then they and then like they, they got that, cold feet at the last minute. And they put they, that, never, they never dedicated it to either horror or superhero. They were just yeah. in that weird gray area. They were in they were stuck in the mirror universe, like in Doctor Strange. That's what it was. They were just yeah. like, I don't know which one I am. <laughs> so um so Doctor Strange looks like it's going to be really good. Um, um, I, I think that we're kind of like in this situation where people love to hate on the MCU. I like it. So I think that, Me too. You, know, you know what I mean? So I'm just, I'm just, uh, it's the multiverse of madness. Um, there's the name of it. Sorry. I was uh, looking for that. Um, I, I think that, um, I don't know. I like the MCU. I think what they've done has been great. I think there's always just been action movies. People like to like get down on it and this and that. And yeah, there are generally people, the, the problems with it are sometimes just the problem with like capitalism in general of like, you know, certain companies controlling it, but that's always been the case in, in movies. You know what I mean? So like to me, like in major movies, and MCU picture, has done a good job at, at sort of catering to the fan base as much as they can while doing the capitalism thing. Right. And I, people, people have been saying, I get online and when I defend the MCU, people will be like, well, they, um, you know, you, you know that it's a, it's a military promotion and stuff like that and all this stuff. And it's like, I will say as somebody who has read comic books their entire life and, um, and, um, and has watched every MCU movie, uh, most, mostly, um, um, and the shows and, um, uh, been to a million comic cons and stuff like that. Um, oddly, it's never swayed me. I have no uh, <laughs> like. It's like a, like I don't like. I've never been like. You know what? I just watched Captain America, and you know what? Maybe what we did in Vietnam was a good idea. You know what I mean? Like you know, like so, just like this so, war thing sounds pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. So I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's military propaganda in it either. But like. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, one of Iron Man's things was called War Machine, so I'm going to say they hit it right on the nose. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> but War Machine's been around forever. You know what I mean? So like, so War it Machine... hasn't been around longer than the military, though. So <laughs> like... no, right, but um, anyways, we can go in on you know the whole like that that whole thing where um, but um, um, I I don't know. So I'm looking forward to that. What do you got coming That's... up, Joe? That's actually well, real. That's actually kind of interesting because one of the movies I have is I don't know if you guys have heard of the Black Phone. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Based on a Joe Hill short story, who's Stephen King's son, um, and stars Ethan Hawke. It was directed by Scott Derrickson, who directed the first Doctor Strange, mm. 
and left the sequel for creative differences. Oh shit! Oh really? I didn't know. He also did Sinister, but I don't care about that. He did the first Doctor Strange, which I really love, and I'm really excited about. I love Sinister. I love Sinister too. Yeah, I didn't like it. What? (laughs) I'm not surprised. Actually, I'm really, honestly, not shocked that you didn't like it. I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> I think you just broke Ryan's heart. Did you hear his voice? <laughs> it's like I kind of thought you loved it. <laughs> I love Sinister. Sinister's good. It's scary. It's just fun. Fun little ghost story. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. It didn't do it for me. Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, I given what I know about you and the movies that you do like and don't like, especially ones that are like popular horror movies and stuff like that, as far as ghost stories, especially. Ghost stories, possession stories, demon stories, whatever. It does not surprise me that you don't like Sinister, actually. Did you like Oculus? The Mike Flanagan one? It was all right. All right. Okay, I didn't fair. like it you as much what? as people like that either. Though. People fair, love that fair. movie. I'm not, you know. All right. It's fine. I, I will, it was fine. Uh, I'll at least give it that because if you would have said that you loved Oculus, I would have been like, all right, some shit's going down. Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's funny because it's funny about Scott Dickinson, though, because or with the black phone, because also we got uh, Jason Baker who did the mask in that. Like, so. Oh, shit. He did that mask. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Jason Jason Baker and Callison Studios, they're the ones that did the mask in the movie or masks. There's multiple masks. Golf Um, for that, that, that poster mask, though. That shit looks dope. Yeah, that's all Jason Baker. That's all him. Um, It's called the grabber. It's about child abduction. Yeah, it's literally the movie. Like it's, yeah. it took, takes one of the most horrific real life things and puts it into a horror film. Yeah, you, you know That's what other, you, you know what other movie involves like a child abduction and child killing, right? Sinister. Of Oz? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, Sinister is like a whole family gets killed, like hangs themselves on. Anyways, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I would have laughed so hard if Graham was like, I hated Sinister, but I loved Sinister too. Like, I would have been like, oh man, really? <laughs> I, I, watch, I, watch, I watch Sinister too, um, just to like watch Sinister too. Um, and I mean, Sinister is like far better than like, I don't know. I kind of like put Sinister outside of like, even like the, the one universe or even like the offshoots of that a little bit. Like, it's just like, it just seems like it, it doesn't even, it's like, I think of it outside of like, even like Insidious, you know what I mean? Which I think would be like, it's most common thing because Insidious is like a little much and like a little grandiose, but like, but like, but, but Sinister, damn, like Sinister closer to like the ring. And um, you know, I didn't like the ring. <laughs> this also oh, Ryan is mad. Me. This also does like the, not surprise me. You didn't like the ring. I I mean I don't hate it. I just it's not my fucking the ring. Jam, is, you know the ring is a. <sighs> this is like, okay, but you know what's funny? This, <laughs> this is, is videotape like and a circle, and you died and what? It bored me. I'm sorry. This is like oh, me hating the witch. God. But this, but this, no, the witch is like a hateable movie. I don't like, hate. I don't hate it. <laughs> he was the just ri- bored by it, which I get. I no, I, I, totally I, I no. You, you, you can describe <laughs> any horror movie like this. Anyone, you can be like, oh yeah, it's just a ring, and the people are gonna die. Sure, oh, but that does, it's just it's, a, like, it's just a it's just a bunch of like white kids who go to okay, go to but Sweden you don't for like, a thing. You don't it's like just every bunch, metal band. 
You what does that have to do with this? Like, <laughs> right, but I like, like just like, because you can describe every metal band as a bunch of dudes banging on instruments aggressively. That is, I don't describe know, I, horror I, 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 the same way. That is, this is like, my opinion of metal has nothing to do with you like, disliking. Like, probably one of the like the like like the ring is like freaking perfect. Ring goo is amazing. Like the scene in the ring when they open the closet door and they're like, I saw her face and her face like sinks down. Like one of the, like the greatest like horror things. Uh, dude, uh, Ryan, I was on your side until you just jumped the shark and said the ring is perfect. It is far <laughs> from perfect. It is. It is. Like, it is. Uh, yes. Okay. It's, it is, it, it's, it's, it's an okay a, movie that was a, sold very well. It's a great and, horror movie. It's a great horror movie. There's, there's very I'm few sure movies. it is. I'm sure it, I, and I don't discredit it and, and I won't say that it's not a good horror movie. I won't say that about Sinister either. To be I'll fair, say that the about ring, the conjuring. The ring is That's slow. It. The ring is slow. <laughs> Oh I will. God. I will give. Why are Why are you defending? Why are you Why are you defending him on this why? shitty take? Because I am a chaos monster, and this is what I do. <laughs> Listen, no, the ring is fantastic. Point blank. Period. <laughs> so you I have are, to love it. You have to love it. You need to re, re- go go back and rewatch it. And like, oh my god, ah. <sighs> Ryan, did you like did you like the ring better than Ringo? Uh, I did actually. Um, I like. Yeah, I well, like, you know what? You're done. You're done. Then you're absolutely no, finished. No, I, th- I know finished. a lot of people that hold that opinion. I know I, I, a lot of people like I like. I think you know. I think in the when we like sort of started like I think it's like the one of the few times. There's a handful of times where I think that like like the american version might have done like a slight bit better than than you know and the ring and ring is one of them i just think that the i think i think the ring is i think is just scarier than ringo i think ringo is great i think i think you know um as a huge fan of asian cinema in general and asian horror a lot um you know i had i had actually seen ringu before that uh before it came out well i knew i knew the ring was coming out so i saw ringu it wasn't like i you know what i mean but like um um, and I loved it, but I think that the ring and I think a lot of the imagery in it and what they, the, the darkness that the, the ring held through was just a little bit better. I, I felt like Ringu is just a little like Ringu is a fabulous film. I, I like it a lot. Um, um, but did I you like, did you like the ring versus the grudge? Uh, so this is early nineties horror movies today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did I like The Ring versus The Grudge? Um, did I watch it? Yep. Did I turn it off? <laughs> no. Did I get up and be like, that was amazing? Like, if like if Graham came on here and with some shitty take and was like, that movie sucked, I'd be like, okay, I'll give you that. But um, but I uh, but I can't. But I uh, but I I don't I don't have a feeling for it one way or another. You know what I mean? Like it's like the only reason I the only reason I asked these things was just so that we had a base for your opinion on the ring, just to see where we where the listeners were going to go on this argument. That's all I wanted to see, and I feel like it's okay. I feel like we're I feel like we're good, and I don't feel like people are going to go wild on either side i feel like this one's gonna split the it's gonna split the red sea <laughs> i think what i feel like it's gonna happen here hey jonas you got any movies you're looking forward to <laughs> in 2022 
I was just I was straight up like doing the doing the judge Judy thing right in the middle of that. Like, all right, we're done here. We're done with this fucking <laughs> fucking argument. Um, honestly, 2022 has so many movies coming out. I'm looking forward this. I'm very cautiously looking forward to the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Um, because I'm I'm really intrigued more than I'm excited. I guess is the best way to put it. Because, like, when I first heard that it was coming out, I was not excited. I was actually kind of bummed out. I was just like, leave that fucking corpse alone. You guys have been beating it. But then I heard what it is, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm more into it. So what is it? So it's a direct continuation of the first one, but it's done in real time. So, So Leatherface is old and shit. Yeah. So it's an old, grizzled Leatherface kind of into it yeah and i like i think if they do that right or even if they do it close to right i think that's going to be a really entertaining sequel to texas chainsaw massacre um because it goes back to the roots of what was really good about the first one like it goes back to it being about leatherface it goes back to it being about like the the actual terror that you felt like when people were in that house you know and Le- Legendary Pictures is the one that's doing it, and they're they've got a pretty good track record in general when it comes to horror movies. Um, okay. Like when Platinum Dunes, when when they were doing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre ones, I was like, well, I'm already gonna hate this. I know this just because Platinum Dunes. But then they kind of swayed me a little bit. But Legendary Pictures, I at least have faith in them doing a good job with it. The fact that it's going straight to Netflix doesn't bother me actually just because of like everything that's going on with theaters and with, you know, the world right now and horror movies just generally, unfortunately don't do that well in the theaters. Um, so I'm well, okay I agree with that. With that. Um, the, the Netflix thing doesn't really bother me. Um, although it could, can be cause for concern sometimes, but I will say that um, uh, it, when I first heard about it, I was super into it because I thought um, Fede Alvarez who directed the Evil Dead remake was yeah. directing it, but he is not. Um, he it, it's he didn't even write the screenplay, but it's based on on a story he wrote, so that's good, right? Um, the director David Blue Garcia only has one other movie under his belt, and it's called Cobweb, and it also comes out next year. So I have nothing to base this on. Mm-hmm. I'm all um, as far as the director, sure. Like, but two movies in, 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 in the first year and one of them's Texas Chainsaw is a little weird. Um, also, uh, it, was, it, it was directed in Bulgaria. It was filmed in Bulgaria, which is cool, but it's not Texas. <laughs> right, but it's also, Bulgaria seems to be a place that a lot of movies are filmed, actually. I've noticed that. I've actually, yeah, I've noticed that. And also, it's a very... I mean, I could see that filling in just fine for Texas as far as the Texas Chainsaw Massacre goes. Because, like, if you walked into... If you looked at where the Texas Chainsaw Massacre film set was without hearing the word Texas, I don't think anybody would have looked at it and went, that's fucking Texas right there. That was literally anywhere in middle America. Like, it was, you know, rural, dusty, sweaty... Like 
even if that's true, it made me feel like it was Texas. Because they told you it was Texas. <laughs> exactly. That's why. So if you're reading the title, which is why I'm a little a little yeah. weirded out by the Bulgaria thing, but it's fine. That's right. just a weird like thing, like card collecting. I don't know, like you know what that is. That's you got a film where that's it's us too- having too much information at our fingertips to be that's able true. to be like, ah, I was filmed in Bulgaria, son of a bitch. <laughs> that's like, true. That's a very good point. You know, stop with this shit. I feel like if a um, Serbian film was directed, was filmed in Texas, you wouldn't have been like, well, I hate this movie now. It has nothing to do with all the other shit. It's the fact that this is not a Texas film. This is not a Serbian film. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, Texas Chainsaw Massacre looks dope, though. It, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm optimistic about it. I'm always optimistic about Texas Chainsaw. Honestly, the only one that I'm not like super down to watch at any time is three. Three is really bad. Um, it's not good. Yeah, 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 that's true. It's really hard to watch. And I'll, uh, all the other ones, I'll watch at any time. They're right. fun. Right. If not awesome. Speaking of fun, my next one that I'm yeah. excited for is Orphan First Kill. Um, yeah, I'm like so. I'm a I'm a big fan of the or- first orphan movie. I thought it was. I never it. saw it. Really? Oh man, I bet you'd love it. Yeah, actually. I bet you'd love it. It's really uh, good. Good, like The Ring. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> He's son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's way uh, better than The Ring. Just so you know, Graham. <laughs> it is not better than Ooh. The Ring. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you guys! Um, All right, I'll watch that. Yeah, the or- or- orphan's great. Like it's like a cool, like sort of like it's like a, it's like some sort of like uh, you know like urban myth of a movie. You know what I mean? Like, like I got a dog in Mexico and it turns out to be a rat, or like I <laughs> adopted a kid from Bulgaria and it turns out to be a fully grown, realized human being with mischievous intentions. You know what I mean? Jesus it's like Christ, we are getting canceled on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, but that's what the, the movie's about. I mean, you know what I mean? And um, I'm not saying that she's like a rat. I'm just saying it's like one of those stories <laughs> that you hear, and um, you know, you've uh, you know what I mean? Like, you're, like, but um, I don't know. I thought the first one was good, and I think the second one is like more of the the same. And I kind of liked it, and I don't know. It should be fun. Like, I think in this one. She pretends to be a uh, the long lost. Uh, yeah, but don't uh, say anything about the first one because Graham hasn't seen it, and also, I feel like there's probably going to be a decent amount of people that probably haven't seen it because it flew under the radar. So let's go ahead and not say anything about the first one as far as like reveals or anything like that goes. Okay. Um, well, what you kind of think happens happens. <laughs> like, that? Is, that, is that our? Is that all right? <laughs> um, That's fine. <laughs> like I mean, like I mean, like the plot of the movie is like the movie. You know what I mean? It's not like you're not going to be like, oh wow, this is really incredible. Um, but um, but it's there's uh, some cool twists in it though. Even I mean, even just reading that, there there is some cool twists in it that are not even like big reveals, like an M Night Shyamalan reveal. You know, right. but there are at least stuff that is relatively surprising in a cool way um that that i am looking forward to so all right i'm uh super looking forward to prey the new predator movie oh yeah 
It was filmed under the title Skulls, and it's about uh, the predator species' first trip to Earth 300 years ago. So it's a prequel to all the other movies. Uh, it comes out this summer on Hulu, which oh. is weird. But sure. Also, it was directed by uh, Dan Trachtenberg, whose only other movie, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, shit. So that's okay. kind of interesting. Is I wonder if he's related to... Is Trachtenberg a common last name? I don't know. Michelle, though? Yeah, I wonder if it was related to Michelle. Um, yeah, she, she's the only know, other person I've ever heard that name with. Yeah. Do you know that she can't even do cons anymore because she got so tired of like abusive? Um, yeah, it's such a ridiculous. People thing. are terrible. Like, people are terrible. Like, like plus when you hear about all the bullshit behind the scenes on that thing, like, like she's been through enough taking this. Work. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, can <laughs> yeah. we just can we just like can we just like say hey, you know, um, and you know, like I don't know, I ended up. Not hating her. I, mean, I saw her on uh, Celebrity uh, Wheel of Fortune a couple weeks ago. She was amazing. That's cool. Um, yeah. But uh, so my problem with with anything and so the last Predator movie um, <laughs> was literally the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, like, it, I loved it. <laughs> it is literally. It is arguably. It's in the conversation for the worst. Like I don't. It, like, it, it doesn't take a lot. What, what do you mean I'm insane? Like, you're like, well, the ring was like a little this and a little that. Like, you're talking about the Predators, which is like, like, probably like, I don't know who wrote it. I don't know, like, if it was part of like a fifth grade, like assignment for somebody to write a scary Predator movie, because that's how it felt like it came out. But that movie, Wait, none, predators of, the, none the of the Predator, predator the Predator, the Shane Black one that was just big, dumb fun. With a well, bunch have, of really cool have, predators. Yeah. Dude, the pre Predator is not supposed to be a scary movie. At all. It's not a scary movie. It's a, <laughs> it's it's an action monster movie. I, I, I know exactly what the Predator is. And, <laughs> and I'm telling you, the last one I saw was so absolutely terrible. Was it the one on the planet, though? I think no. that one's Predators. With, the, with, with Adrian Brody? No, no Goggins. No, that was good one. too. The Predators, Predators was okay. It was all it was, the Predator movies. Are fine. It was it was passable. Like a, no, the last one yes. was not fine. I will die on this hill. I will literally. <laughs> You're die gonna on die this alone. Hill. Actually, no, you'll have a bunch of weirdos with you. <laughs> no, with Keegan Michael Key was in it, and like, it was fun. It was, it was not super fun. fun. And was, and the Predators were real cool looking. It was not fun. It was ridiculous, and it was it was like. Probably like I put it up there with like Hannibal, like as like one of the worst movies that I've ever seen. Like it is like it is it is really because Hannibal's terrible too. Um, Hannibal is terrible. Hannibal. Is yeah, terrible. But it's also not fun to watch. Not even a little bit. I didn't think I didn't think the Predator was fun to watch either. I thought it was just bad. Like like what, literally what like. You what highbrow shit did you expect from the predator? Did, like, like this like, is, I'm legitimately curious at this point, what it is that you expected out of a predator story that was supposed to be fucking. I know deep. a lot of people don't like the predator, but uh, I didn't think people hated it. Like you do. Oh, I, I seriously, <laughs> like I watched it. I watched it on an airplane and, um, and, Oh, well uh, there, there you go. No, no, it was fine. <laughs> I, I like watching movies on airplanes and, um, <laughs> Um, it was uh, I had watched Overlook on the way out, and that was fantastic. 
Um, and then on the way back, I watched The Predator and uh, um, was uh, not Overlook. What's the uh, Overlord? Overlord. Yeah. And Overlord's great. Uh, and then I watched The Predator on the way back and I was like, this is so incredibly like, like unfathomably bad. Like just I, I wasn't like, listen, like I wasn't like you guys know what I like. You know what I mean? I'm not like somebody who's like, like some highbrow person. I'm like, this is like, this is bad. Even in the realm of bad, this is like, this is well, why looks cool. Why? Because it was (laughs) like, it felt like it was written by like a child. Like it was, it was as bad of, it was like, it's it's predator. It could be uh, written by a 10 year old and who the fuck cares? Like, but there wasn't even like it wasn't even good. The ten-year-old was like, it wasn't even good on the predators. Have an awesome ship, and here's a giant one. Oh, and this I think giant I really did like the predators everybody. in it. Though oh, there were some cool looking predators. Oh my god, they I'm did so cool things. One of them was really like, big. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm just I'm just shocked about you wanting any kind of a a story that matters well, in a would, movie. But, but you should but they it was it could have been even made even anyways i go on for for hours about this it was not a good movie there's nothing <laughs> the first good. the first predator movie had a two-sentence plot i think like, <laughs> but it was good it was utterly Why? watchable because it because <laughs> it still had like a story flow like like go watch the predator and you get back to me about how the predator is even even in the realm of like, I mean, I have it on Blu-ray. I watched it less so than thirty I. days it's, ago. It's <laughs> embarrassing. It's an embarrassing movie. <laughs> it's an affront. It's an affront <laughs> to the art of cinema. It is. I, I like. I think. I'll tell. I'll be honest with you. I think fucking Rob Zombie's Halloween Two is a better movie. Like this is the hottest take episode. (laughs) Like, like, if you know how I feel about that, like, I'm telling you, I think the Predator is just a waste of film. Like, I just like it was so absolutely terrible. Like, like, just like it just was so clunky and dumb, and like so like they try to cram a bunch of shit in there, and like it was just. It was just really bad, and it could have been at least like just like a watchable action movie, monster movie, but it's not. It's just it's it was just a dump. So that's I'm I'm, I will die on this hill. I will I will whatever power that I have in this world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fucking, I like I will destroy all copies of it when I run this world. You're definitely Uh, the you're definitely the person that hates this movie more than anybody else that I've ever known. So yeah, that's all just that, that, with that, a furious. That's all he's ever wanted. That's, what, that's fine. That's fine. I'm, I doesn't like, I don't, you like, hate I'll, that movie with a fire of a thousand hells. Yeah, like, I, I do. Like, I mean, it's just, it's like, there's just, there's just nothing good about it. Like there's nothing. Pray's got a huge, huge hole to dig itself out. of. <laughs> Well, 300 years uh, ago, uh, the, he, a Comanche woman who's a warrior uh, going against classic gender role, native gender roles, I guess, um, battles the predator. So I'm excited for it. I love that shit. All of it. Um, you got any others, Jonas? Um, I almost said nope, 
just to be like, nope. But (laughs) but also, I'm looking forward to nope, but I have no fucking idea what it's about. And that's well, so this is what I have for information. Uh, It was written and directed by Jordan Peele. And we're all pretty excited about that, I think. Um, Starring Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, and Stephen Yoon. Yeah, he's the one for Mayhem. What could yes. go? What could go wrong with that? You know what I mean? Like, like people are like, "Oh, this movie looks ridiculous," or whatever. Well, another, and I'm like, "Are you are you kidding me? Did you just read that lineup of people?" Yeah. Like also, and and Jesse Plemons turned down a role to be in this actually, which really? kind of depresses me to be in a Scorsese film. So, yeah. <laughs> um, almost nothing is known about this, but uh, that fucking poster kicks ass. Yeah, the poster has me intrigued. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm the title is fantastic. I love everything about it already. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Now, when I kind of just wanted to touch on that one, just because I don't know enough about it to really go into it, but everything yeah. that's there to begin with, it's got a really good base. So you know, I'm definitely looking. I'm, I'm looking forward to anything Jordan Peele does. Hundred um, percent. So far, like he hasn't you know, give him any reason not to look forward to what he's doing. So of course I'm going to look forward to that. Um, there is one coming out. That's kind of, I think flying under the radar for people that I'm really interested in. Um, it's a new movie coming out called don't worry, darling. It's a psychological thriller, um, horror movie. And it's directed by Olivia Wilde. Um, and it is, so do you guys remember the movie Bavarium? I loved Bavarium. Yeah. Okay. So Vivarium had, if you guys, if anybody listening hasn't seen that movie, it's basically about this, um, it's about this community, like housing community that seems to be stuck in a time loop. Um, And it's it's a very interesting movie. It's super fucking interesting. Don't Worry Darling is uh, Florence Pugh's new movie. So... Yeah, so this one I'm looking forward to for a couple of different reasons. Obviously, because Florence Pugh, like, I love her um, to death. She's awesome. But this one is um, set in the 50s, and it's about a housewife living with her husband in an experimental um, in an experimental utopian community. Ooh, so, I like it. Yeah, and that's basically all I know for the most part about the plot there's some other stuff that it goes into that i'm not really reading much further into it specifically for that reason but just just that setup alone yeah i'm way fucking into it uh so i'm looking forward to that um and it's uh the couple that's in the movie is harry styles and florence Pugh. so oh wow yeah that one i think is gonna be cool um that looks dope I got uh, uh, also um, a big one, I think. Uh, Evil Dead Rise. Yes. Yep. Uh, written, written and directed by Lee Cronin, who did The Hole in the Ground. Um, starring, movie. Yeah, starring Alyssa Sutherland, Lily Sullivan, and Morgan Davies. Now, uh, The Hole in the Ground, is, it's kind of hard to imagine deadites in that right. style for me, which isn't a bad thing. But, I, you know, it's always the first thing I think of when, when I think of what the director's doing next and Bob, of course. But um, so I, I, I'm really interested in, in this. Uh, they, they, they stopped, started this one a lot. Uh, there was supposed to be a direct sequel to the original 
reboot. Um, and then that got scrapped. And I think another one that was planned got scrapped. And then they landed on this one. Hmm. Okay. I, I mean, like, I'm, I haven't read too much into it. I've read a little bit here and there, and I, I kind of did that a little bit on purpose. I didn't want to go too far into what they're going to be doing with this one, but everything that I've seen and everybody that I've seen attached to it um, is giving me is giving me good feelings about the way it's going to go. Um, yeah. And, and honestly, I like I'm kind of a sucker for Evil Dead stuff. Like all. Yep. You, if you throw something at me with Evil Dead on it, I'm like I'm definitely going to give it at least a chance. So I. The, the first four movies is that how many there are now this will be the fifth yeah, yeah technically and four, the show yeah. i mean it's i think batting a thousand yeah i don't dislike any of them i know some no. people have a problem with the remake or the reboot or whatever you want to call it sure um, they're boring right some people have an issue with that but what they did with that i thought <laughs> was really awesome because they took you know they took something that was campy and took something that was over the top in a way that was also like, you know, humorous that led into a full blown, you know, comedy horror for the sequel, but they did that and they took it and they made it legitimately terrifying. Yeah. Yep. Like, and brutal and gory and a whole different look. And it looked good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Like paying homage to the original style, but making it look like just nice. And I loved it. Yeah, I love yeah. it too. And I think that, and I think that's the way to go in those situations. Too much, you end up with like, with like, you know, like it, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. You're not really going to catch like catch that in the bottle again. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, yeah. Like, like one and two, and like unless you're Sam Raimi, you're really not going to be like so. So like a revisioning of it, like like it just made it like gnarly and like and like dark and like and i don't know i thought it was great i think it's uh i think anybody who did like i know some people like to say that it looks like a like a like a new new metal video or something you know what i mean some sort of crap like that but like you know, like a slipknot video or some shit but like right it, but to me it's like i don't know like well maybe i like slipknot videos i don't know slipknot I've, 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 I've actually never seen it to be I've fair, never, Slipknot has some pretty good videos. So. <laughs> I've, never, I've, I've, I've never seen one, and I, I, I don't imagine that I will, um, but um, because we've already discussed how I feel about that um, in this <laughs> show. Um, but you know, but like I like you know, like I, I like I'm glad that Slipknot's making like badass videos. You know what I mean? So yeah, hell um, yeah. Them and their uh, their masked metal counterparts, um, Mushroom Head. They both make. Um, pretty good theatrical, very horror adjacent videos. Um, many of them are like mini movies. So, like, if somebody mm -hmm. wants to say that it looks like a Slipknot video, then cool, you just sold it a little bit more. Good for you, right. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is set, it's the first movie, I guess, because the show traveled a lot, but it's the first one not set in the woods, it's set in LA. Yeah, really? which really yeah. intrigues me. Yeah, it's yeah, that's kind of exciting. Because um, going back to the cabin again would have been tough. Um, and it's going really to be out much more there. October 21st on HBO Max. It could be like uh, it could be like the Star Wars uh, uh, saga, which continuously just blows up Death Stars. Like, have you noticed that? Like, they just like <laughs> yeah. like, like, like every, so many Death Stars just so chilling. Many, <laughs> like, they're like, okay, um, all right. Here's my here's my. Uh, 
Here's one of my other movies I'm excited for for a number of reasons. Uh, Hellraiser. Um, yes. Um, simply because I love Hellraiser in general. Um, and I'm also incredibly excited to see a female in the role of Pinhead and uh, Jamie um, Clayton. Yep. And I love that. Um, I love that it's going to piss off um to no end um the, the all the all the misogynistic nerds out there who are like what um um wh- what do you mean pinhead can't be a and you're like why pinhead also like is like a fictional character you know what and i mean also like, in the book completely genderless with feminine attributes right and and beyond <laughs> even that like like it's just like there's no like People are like, oh, because they were talking about making making Leatherface uh, female too, and I'm like, um, and, and Leatherface, for all intents and purposes, is maybe trans. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. There's a whole, there could be a whole conversation about that. But sure. um, um, uh, like, like I don't care. Like I love, I personally, I am a fan of changing colors and genders and all of these characters. And like, yeah. like, like, listen, like 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 if you are so with beholden to that then why are you you know what i mean like it was like why are you oh yeah why are you 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 know what i mean like maybe it's yeah. time to maybe it's time to really look at what matters in your life it was kind of like when they were talking about age of selba being uh, uh bond and people were like what and like all this, and i'm like like uh, some guy was trying to tell me that you know in the book he's described as like this and that. I'm like motherfucker, you never read the book. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, like, yeah. like all of a sudden you're like really big on what they say in books. Well, let me tell you, there's something. There's some other books you should read too, um, besides this book if you really want to get you know, uh, you know, try the autobiography of Malcolm X. Um, 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 you know, a bunch of other you know. Uh, that's all on ice. Um, you know, try to like let's read some like real shit and um and and get it. Um, but one way or another, I'm excited for the new. It looks really good. Um, it's gonna be out this year. They don't know when yet. It's uh, but it's uh but it looks really, really awesome. So uh, directed by David Bruckner, who did yep. the ritual and the night house. Nice which, yes, which uh was Jonas's favorite movie, people. right? Yep. Yeah, and Bad I watched it, on and there loved too. it. Yeah. So the, rich, uh, the ritual super was excited sick. for that. Um, yeah, Hellra- Hellraiser looks cool. This is my thought on the Hellraiser too, because Hellraiser, the, this iteration of it looks awesome. But also the way I've looked at Hellraiser in general is that if you're not going to have Doug Bradley play Pinhead, then go fucking wild. Have fun with it. Yeah. Like, like do. Don't get another white dude to try to replace him. No, <laughs> like not even like not even just that, but like. At, at that point, if Doug Bradley is no longer going to step into those uh, latex dress, BDSM gear, whatever you want to call it, um, <laughs> if he's not going to be the one behind the pinhead, then just fucking have fun with the franchise. Like, right. do some wild shit. If you want to gender swap, if you want to do anything, like, I think that Hellraiser as a property has, like, infinite possibilities. For sure. And, and also, get the fuck away from Dimension you know, having to puke out a new movie every two years to keep the property. Right. Right. Get out of that, get out of that cycle. Um, And this one just in general looks awesome. And what they're doing with it, the casting is incredible. It's just, you know, it's uh, I think it's going to be a home run. Very excited for that one. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, I have have one that I want to mention here because I forgot that it was coming out, hopefully coming out uh, 
2022, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, assuming that it does actually come out in 2022, I hope it does, is Wolf Creek 3. Ooh. So they're doing a third Wolf Creek, and I don't know, like, a lot of people, for whatever reason, have kind of sidestepped that one, like, as far as Slasher series goes. And both Wolf Creeks are good. Like They, they are good. I, I think the reason that people don't enjoy them, though, is solidly... Um, 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 because they, uh, I kind of totally lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Um, because it's almost like a little too real. Yeah. Do you know what I'm, Do you know what I'm saying? Like it feels like it's when, super real. Like in the first one with the back thing, like was so like uncomfortable to watch that. Yeah. Like like you know like when you're watching like other slashers and you're watching Jason's like most of the kills are like so fantastical that they feel like but mick just feels like a real dude he well, feels because like he's, he's based on a real serial killer right. that's why you know he's based on ivan millet and ivan millet was vicious like so it's all you know <laughs> it's supposed to feel very real because it's based off a real life guy right. um but also the guy greg mclean um he did not fucking shy away from anything in those death scenes Right. Like, they were nasty, nasty. Nasty, nasty. Rough. The, uh, I'll tell you what, though, it has one of the best, um, one of the best headshot kills that I've seen yeah. in a, in a non-big budget movie, because that's the other thing about Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek, the, both movies are not big budget films. They're not, like, full-blown indie films, but they're, they're lower budgets as far as, like, a major studio goes, and, um, it's all practical effects, too. Like, there's no CGI, there's no, you know, no computer shit. It's all done with practical makeup, practical effects. And that, uh, that headshot, I think, in the beginning of the first one with that cop. Yeah. That's one of the best, like, you know, heads being blown off scenes that I've seen in a long, long time. And Wolf right. Creek, I mean, there's, I think they can do a lot with the story because the story can kind of go anywhere at this point. Because Wolf Creek 2 got a little crazy at the end like in that whole the whole scene like you know in his dungeon or whatever you want to call it right um, got a little wild but it was still fun and it's yeah, because the, mick taylor you know the dude john jarrett he plays that part so fucking well totally so i think part three could be fun for sure um yeah, I'm, that's what I'm kind of looking forward to. That's my big focus for the year. I, think. I got yes. a handful here real quick um, yeah. that, that seem fun. Uh, maybe. One of them seems. Well, all right. Well, Unwelcome. It's uh, about Irish goblins, and it's hmm. from John Wright, who directed Grabbers. Okay. I don't know if you guys saw Grabbers, okay. but I yeah. loved Grabbers. Yeah, yeah I'm into that. Um, uh, Firestarter reboot from the Vigil director Keith Thomas. Oh, nice, nice. Very uh, into that. Which has Zach Efron in his first horror movie. Mm. And um, Jonas and I, we kind of talked about this. Uh, the Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Uh, the franchise is being rebooted by the Iron Sky dude. So, here, real quick, <laughs> to just mention this, just to mention this, I am okay with this because the fucking scumbag that made the original movies right not only Victor has nothing Salva. 
Yeah, not only does he have nothing to do with them, the property is no longer his in any way, shape, or form. So he profits zero off of it. And so I'm okay with it in the sense that I think that is a property worth saving because I think there's a lot that can be done with that property as long as it's no longer something that he ever gets to have his hands on again. Because the fact right. that he's even allowed to make a movie at all, I mean, and not be in fucking jail is insane. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you're going to make a Jeepers Creepers, you know, try to revitalize that franchise, I'm okay with it as long as he has no, no involvement whatsoever. I, I, for me personally, I just think the stain on it's too much. Like, I just like, I don't like, I don't, and I don't like, this sounds really shitty, but like, I just don't like, do, like, like even when I saw it before, the, the original Jeepers Creepers before that, and I and I kind of hate when people say this, so I shouldn't even be saying it, but like I kind of feel like, like there is there isn't even like you could be like okay, this movie's so fucking dope that I can like look at it like from its own standing and like like a great piece of art, like 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 the concept is fine, but like it's it's. I mean, like, and I enjoy it from sort of like a creep show things, but like it's so utterly ridiculous of a, a movie like like how did he get a fucking personalized license plate you know what i mean like it's like <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean like it's just like i love that I, that's the gripe but, well, but, but yeah. it's just like the whole thing is just kind of like it's just kind of stupid um and have you seen the the matchup between that episode of unsolved mysteries and the beginning shots of jeepers creepers Oh it, yeah. It is literally you should need to go find it. It is literally like almost shot for shot stolen from a document like a like a like one of those like uh one of those things from unsolved mysteries. I'll tr- I'll try to find it and we reenactment. can like, reenactment. So I can I'll try to find it and we can put it on the put it on the uh, on like our uh our Twitter or Facebook or or, or, or um um Instagram. I'm, I'm going to keep rattling off um, <laughs> um, social media networks until that's right. Um, um, because it's it's really bizarre. I, anyways, I just think that like 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 no matter how great the movie is, I'm going to be like if somebody terrible has stained it, it's going to stain it. You know what I mean? But like like I like there's just a little too much pat. Like there should be some sort of punishment in this world. Like beyond even like the legality thing like as a like as a society to be like hey you know what we're not really into to to dudes who rape kids you know what i mean like i just like <laughs> i just like i just like i don't really need to see your movies with all of the other movies that i have to see and it's like and even like there even like and like listen i'll go why like the jeepers creepers remake like if it doesn't have anything to do with it and like i see it and I, there's nothing better maybe i'll click it on but like i don't i just i just don't need it you know what I mean? I just don't like. I'll, I'll just watch. I'll I'll watch the stuff again. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, it's a planned trilogy of uh, <laughs> directed by the dude that directed both Iron Sky movies. So. Okay, all right. I I unapologetically love the Iron Sky movies. So for sure, they're ridiculous. You know. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> and I'm I'm fine with it. If if Jeepers Creepers the reboot turns out to be ridiculous, and honestly, the first ones were ridiculous too. Um. But yeah, for the record, I would be fine if somebody threw Victor Salva off of a clip onto Sharp Things. Right. I, I would be fine with that. Right. <laughs> I would, in fact, celebrate that. But uh, yeah, I think as long as he doesn't have any involvement, I'm okay with seeing it. 
Um, I'm not going to like push the movie. I'm not going to celebrate the movie, but I'm also not going to flat out avoid the movie. Um, it's a touchy situation because there's a lot of, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that have made a lot of great things that have done some really shitty things. Um, yeah. So my needle moves on that a lot, unfortunately. Like it just, it really does. Um, and with this, when it comes to horror, you know, like I'll, I'll watch it. Um, and, uh, again, I just won't, I won't necessarily celebrate it. Listen, like, yeah. And, th- and that's always the thing. It's like, well, I like this person and they did this and like, there's, there's, you know, like, Hey, fuck. I mean, American werewolf in London is one of my favorite movies and John Landis full on killed those people. You know what I mean? He's got three bodies on. You know what I mean? And like, and like, I get it. Like, it's like, you can, you start to go, okay, well, where's the art and blah, 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 blah. And all this and that. I think part of it with me though, is that he, the guy was using, uh, what is that? What, not the fun house. Uh, what was it? Uh, can't remember the name of the movie now. Um, but the, where he got busted was that he was using the movie one of the kids in the movie as like, like was like forcing that kid into like was raping that kid into in the situation who was starring in one of the movies before it. So that was happening in the background. So him like so anything like he movie he touches just like because he's already used it as a as a weapon. You know what I mean? Right. Like as a is is it makes it hard for me to even like try to like put it into like some sort of art versus artist. And I also of course believe that all art is self portrait. So there's a certain amount of whatever creative Tim has created that, and um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. So it's totally fair. Uh, well, I have one more. Um, it's uh, I, I have just written down here the crooked man, boo in all caps, not the ghost kind. Uh, so <laughs> I believe that's um, that's, that's the that conjuring, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but no, I believe it's the uh, it's a conjuring spinoff. That looks like the Slender Man. It's called the okay. Crooked Man. Doesn't is it any rela- is there any relation to the Boogeyman or the Empty Man or the fucking Jesus Christ? There's so many the mans. Ho- hollow <laughs> ho- hollow the man. man, the Bye Bye Man. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw another one the other day. This one, uh, Dan, Dan the Man uh, Severin. Apparently, uh, <laughs> this is from The Conjuring Two. I didn't see it. But when fans were asked, who do you want to see a spinoff of, The Nun or The Crooked Man, they all said The Nun. So now they're doing The Crooked Man, too, I guess. What a goddamn misfire The Nun was. <laughs> oh, like, even for, even for somebody that doesn't hate The Conjuring universe, like, The Nun was such a piece of shit. Like, it, The Crooked Man actually could be a decent movie, like, to be honest. Yeah, well, I don't it's, know. it's, I, it's I, the I'm whole kind of talking, Slender I'm Man about thing. My it's here, though, it's actually like I saw a trailer. It's the Slender Man. It's basically okay. a girl. They 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 say his name or whatever. He shows up and kills somebody, and then the girl's left there holding the knife, and they're like, "She killed him." And then years later, they got to figure it out because the crooked man's back. It looks no, fucking I, I awful. So I hate that. I hate everything about that. Actually, <laughs> yep. Um, so here's a quick question, though. Uh, we have to throw this one out there because there is a debate on whether this is a horror movie coming out in 2022 or not. The Northman. Do we think it's horror? I, I don't think it's horror. 
I think I think it's going to be like the rest of the the rest. I think it'll be like the lighthouse, which is that it'll ride that line between like ultimately like if you if you put a gun to my head and said is the is the the lighthouse a horror movie? Ultimately, I would say yeah. I guess you know it's what I mean. Folk, it's a it's a folk horror. It's just like it's like I don't like like I don't know if it has like any of the things that I would normally like qualify as as um like horror in it but um but it's um i don't know like it but it's still like falls underneath the horror umbrella you know what i mean like it's like it's uh, but um is so is the northman gonna be a horror movie probably horror enough you know what i mean that like like if you don't like horror you're probably gonna not like the Northman. and i I think maybe that's the gauge i'm looking for you know what i mean like if you're a horror fan are you gonna like like if you took like a like a venn diagram of horror fans and non-horror fans what would be the percentage that enjoys the the lighthouse or the northman more probably horror fans you know what i mean so right to me, it seems like a Viking horror revenge tale. So I think I think it's going to be a horror in that sense. Right. Um, but I think it's also going to be a much more nuanced take on quote-unquote horror. So I think it's going to dance that line. But yeah, it's, it's an interesting debate going on right now just because of the trailer. Because people thought it was going to be horror before the trailer came out. And then the trailer came out and they were like, well, this doesn't look like horror now. This kind of looks like Braveheart. You know, like, all right. So, I don't know. Robert Eggers, though, he's, you know, for as much as I didn't like The Witch or The Lighthouse, for that matter, I at least respect the fuck out of him for the way he makes films because both of those movies looked pretty. So, Um, I guess I got a, I got a, I got a horror, I got a movie goal for um, uh, 2022, um, which is I'm going to watch everything Neon has put out. Yes. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, like, and we're going to do an episode about this. I want to do an A24 versus Neon episode. You um, crushing, are you crushing on Neon? You know, like, <laughs> like, I just like, you know, like, I kind of feel like they're just making, like, I think like A24 has maybe like, maybe not even broken off, but maybe like, they're just like what they, what they're offering and what like. I, I don't know between possessor and pig and 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 i think parasite is literally the greatest movie ever made i think that like in my mind there i just i think it's like the best movie ever made um in the earth new yeah. order yeah yeah i mean such such great movies that like i kind of just want to go through and i want to watch every neon film i think there's 50 of them 51 she um, dies tomorrow yep and titan and like i want to like see all these movies so that's my goal is to is to to back burner a24 films which i kind of have been doing naturally anyways like i honestly i didn't see lamb i just didn't watch it um because i kind of like know what it's gonna be does that is that weird like it's like like i just like i just feel like all those movies there's a little bit of sameness to them i don't know what i mean like if i just a24 has a look automatically and has a feel automatically when you see a 24 on the distribution you know right so you kind of always know what you're going to walk into with a 24 i get what you're saying on that um and lamb is no different it's it's artsy it's weird and it's long like that's (laughs) kind of what it is unfortunately but it's uh yeah it's but a 24 also 
they know what they're doing as far as the movies that they put out because their batting average is pretty fucking high. Like the ones that flop, they flop pretty badly, but they're also very, very few and far between. Neon just has more movies under their umbrella in general. And a lot of them are very, very good movies. Like if you go through Neon's filmography, there's some movies in there, especially like that are in the horror, um, you know, in the horror realm. There's some bangers. Revenge. There's one that I like a lot that some people like this one. This one is kind of a divisive take. So like some people hate this movie, but I love the shit out of it is Assassination Nation. I love Assassination Nation. Yo, I love it's one of it's the ones so good. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's it, one of, I love that movie. Dude, it's it's a modern Salem witch trial is literally it's what it is. Super fun. Yeah. It's, it's good. crazy. It's, fun. I really, really liked it. People didn't like it when it came out. I don't understand. It like, was honestly, the, it was the way it was marketed. That's why. I guess so. Yeah, it was I loved it. Molly loves it too. I saw <laughs> I've seen it a few times. And there was another movie that Neon did that if either one of you haven't seen it, you absolutely should see it. Um, it's called Loose. L U L U C E. I've got, heard of that. Yeah, it's got Octavia Spencer in it, um, and Naomi Watts, uh, Tim Roth, and Kevin Harrison Jr. Yo, it's it's a psychological thriller, even though it doesn't paint itself that way, um, and it's so fucking good. And I think it's one that you can stream um, right now and stuff. But it's a very, very, very good movie. It's one of Neon's kind of like flies under the radar ones because it came out in theaters for like three weeks and then it pieced out. Um, but yeah, Neon Rules. You really, it's hard to find a shitty movie in their catalog. So, uh, um, how about some recommendations? What are you guys thinking? Yeah, I got some. Okay. Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Wolf Hollow Indiegogo is live. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, Wolf Hollow is a werewolf horror comedy from Mark Cantu, who brought us Massacre Academy, and I am really bummed out that we didn't talk about Massacre Academy on our Best of 2021 episode because it deserved to be talked about. Super love that movie. Super excited about Wolf Hollow. Uh, the perks are super cool. Everything from just like social media shoutouts and stuff to like DVDs and Blu-rays and shirts. Uh, to even uh, acting in scenes with a cast member like uh, Hannah Fireman or Lynn Lowry. Um, the Felissa Rose one is already taken. So yeah, not get in on that. that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, and, and, Mark, and Mark is such a talented filmmaker. Yeah, like, he's, he is. he's so good at what he does. Yep. So this is going to be a great movie. Yeah, super excited about that. Um, as far as outside of that, uh, for me, I just have two music recommendations. Tiger Cub. Um, the album is As Blue as Indigo. Um, it's like if Queens of the Stone Age were raised in the New York City club scene instead of the desert. Uh, there's a song called Stop Beating on My Heart. Um, it's a fucking banger. So go listen to that. And then uh, Weekend Friends album Quitter. Uh, it's uh, the title track and video are fucking awesome and it's kind of like uh sincere engineer or the warriors had just huge anthemic hooks so those are two albums that came out this year fucking awesome check those out love that um i have some recommendations uh 
my recommendation is actually pretty simple this time. It's uh, it's Horror Pack. I'm literally going to recommend Horror Pack. Like, they're not a sponsor or anything, but I'm going to recommend them. Like, I've gotten some cool shit from them since I've had the subscription. But, like, this December pack that they sent out um, was the one that put me over the edge to, like, really recommend it to you guys. Because December, so if you guys don't know what Horror Pack is, uh, they send you four Blu-rays uh, for like $25 every month. And it's four horror Blu-rays. One of them is an exclusive um, that you can only get through Horror Pack. Um, like the Soska sisters did Dead Hooker in a Trunk. And that was one of the Horror Pack exclusives like when they first, like I think in their first uh, year of being in operation. And right now, if you try to buy that, on ebay it's like 145 dollars to buy like so like these are exclusive exclusive things um but this month dude december's was uh scare package oh yeah that's a great movie it's so good it's a shutter exclusive anthology um and it's the shit it's such a good movie um dustin Rhodes too is in that shit gold dust yeah 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 so scare package was one of them uh, Mayhem with Steven, uh, Steven Yoon and, uh, and Samara Weaving. So good. Also, yeah, fucking dope movie. That one's like a mix of The Raid and Office Space. Like, it's, it's yeah. awesome. Um, then, the, uh, then The Shed, which is super good. Another super, another well, super good one. Yeah. yeah. Awesome movie. Uh, and then the Horror Pack exclusive is an indie film uh, that was from last year, I believe, uh, called pool party massacre and it's a throwback to like the you know the old slumber party massacre type movies um it is an indie so it's a small budget film um but it's fun like it's a super fun awesome you know movie and this is a cool way for indie filmmakers to get their movies out to more people as well so when you're supporting uh horror pack you're also supporting you know these indie filmmakers getting their stuff out to more eyes and getting them in more hands um, which fuck it, we might even talk to Mark about that to you know sure. see if he wants to see if he has ever talked to him. But anyway, it's a cool service. Um, sometimes you'll get some really really shitty movies in the pack um, that are borderline hilarious, and then sometimes you get Psycho Gorman. Like <laughs> so, fuck you know, yeah. it's an awesome service. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Or Mayhem, I, I own Mayhem. I, I would buy that for twenty five dollars. So there you go. No. Right. I got I got Killer Clowns from Outer Space like two months ago as one of the ones that was just randomly it was a surprise. And it was an exclusive um an it's exclusive co- yeah, an exclusive cover art thing. So it was just like all right, like this is dope. So yeah, very cool service. They also have a partnership with Raven Banner, and Raven Banner puts out some fucking awesome films from Canada. Yeah. Um that's how they did Psycho Goreman. So yeah, super, super cool. Excellent. Um, I got a couple things. Did I did I recommend uh, uh, Raekwon's uh, from Staircase to Stage? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. Um, just I'm gonna recommend it again. Um, it's just worth uh, you should worth, worth checking out. Uh, great book. Um, um, Nas Nas put out a secret record on Christmas Eve. Um, put out uh, it's called Magic. Um, and it's uh absolutely fantastic and for whatever reason uh nas has had an amazing uh 2021 um with two of my favorite of his records and that says a lot because it's 
nuts. So, um, so check out that. That is one of my favorites. Um, um, you need to go if you haven't been watching Yellow Jackets. You're really ridiculous. Um, you're really like missing out on like really get on it. Some of the best TV. Get on it before like the spoilers because there's only like two episodes left. And so yeah, we're coming up on heavy spoiler territory. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's gonna be time, and it's super good, and the acting is so great, and the story is is interesting, and um, what you think it's gonna be, it kind of is enough. Like, like you think it's good, but it's also like sort of, oh, there's a lot to it. So, um, I'm, I'm, you guys, I'm, you guys actually sold me on that. And I started watching it. It's incredible. Yeah. So. It's, yeah, it's really, it's really, um, it's really great. Um, and then I'm just going to suggest, um, and, uh, um, um, what do they say? Uh, last podcast on the left brought me here, but uh, Henry Zabrowski, uh, shout out Henry. If you're listening, I really hope you are because, uh, for a lot of reasons um but uh, if you um you he interviewed um um oh god what's his name who did uh um who did psycho gorman what's his name steve kostansky steve kostansky um and they talk, were talking about biocop and i went out and watched biocop and um um and uh uh borg man what is it cyborg man um both those movies go to go to youtube right now watch biocop um and uh you're gonna be really really it's uh it's a short it's like five minutes long it's it's uh, so good it's so good and um um it is totally worth um worth your time it's a it's a great um i don't know it's a um it's kind of like what's right in 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 movies did you guys both watch it? Oh yes. yeah, definitely. Yeah, Loved I think it. it's great. Yeah, it's right up there. It's like it's indie filmmaking at its best. You know, awesome practical effect thing. It's like and for like a five minute ridiculous. Thing, yeah, very funny. Yeah, I'm all about it. I oh. think it's gonna be. It's it reminds me a lot of like the same um, the same way that Kung Fury took off. You know, right. as like sure. this little like small film thing that I hope that I honestly hope gets bigger. And I hope they do like a, you know, a longer version of it. Uh, and, and Manborg, um, which is another Manborg. Uh, yeah. Manborg is also very, very good. Have you, have you, have you seen Manborg Graham? I haven't seen Manborg yet. Oh, uh, you got it. You got it. You're going to fucking love Manborg. You're going to fucking love Manborg. Uh, <laughs> Manborg, Manborg is like a uh, bio cop is usually like, um, like the uh, an extra on the Manborg thing um but manborg yeah is uh um you know we got the same guy did psycho gorman into the void and uh, you know and um uh it's it's super good so that's where i'm at have either have either of you guys seen wolf cop yeah oh yeah yes yes dude that's such a good fucking movie it reminds <laughs> so, me of the, it's a lot of the same type of stuff yeah, exactly but it reminds me yeah yeah um so if you like wolf cop then you're gonna fucking love manborg yeah manborg is uh um Manborg is pretty awesome because it's almost like it's got like kind of like a heavy like Asian cinema vibe to it. Look like it like it feels like it's dubbed, but it's not. And it's like Very and much, like yeah. and like the, the background is mostly like I think a lot of it's green screen, but it looks really cool. It doesn't look like uh, fucking Lord of the Rings or anything like that. You know what I mean? So um, right. No, no disrespect to Lord of the Rings. No disrespect to Lord of the Rings and our fabulous fans in um, New Zealand. I do have to tell you, New Zealand, though. Um, please tell your friends about our podcast. 
Um, please share it places because you guys are falling kind of like bitterly behind and uh bitterly behind what a a word to use for the for the fall behind yeah it's 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 uh, i don't want to say where it's at but it's kind of bad so we don't need to number shame (laughs) we don't need a number shame but the percentage of and really like and big shout out to um to the uk for taking a commanding lead in our in our um in our in our fandom um and i do want to tell everybody that we we do have a patreon um and uh we are shouting out people's names who donate to the patreon graham who's our patreon subscriber we got drew 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 you uh, drew our buddy drew we love drew we love drew but Drew is so far is the only one, and I'm trying to make it uh, get a few more before I get the shirt printed and things like that. So we I know what to do. So please uh, check out our Patreon and uh, and uh, help us out so we can uh, uh, continue to make uh, great uh, and add additional content to this. And afford- Drew also goes by uh, Billy's Cinderblock Airport bag. <laughs> all all good things. Yeah. All things all things I like. Um, I liked I liked Drew a lot when he signed up for our Patreon, but now I like Drew even more. Yeah, just Drew's pretty awesome. Yeah. I've known Drew for a while. Drew's he's, he's kind of the best. Yeah, he's super cool. So um, there was um just like real quick, there was something I forgot to recommend that I wanted to recommend, and that's the new Dexter series. Yeah, it's it's a return to form, and I know a lot of people were gun shy, um, and I can confirm, especially after this last episode that came out. Uh, you do not need to worry and you should absolutely watch it because it is for sure a return to form of like the first four seasons. So, yeah, it's a, and another thing that's about to end soon and you probably want to see before it's filled with spoilers. So yeah, it's only got two episodes left. And and to be honest with you, even if you you didn't watch like the last four or four seasons of Dexter, you don't need to. They kind of they kind of explain it enough, um, and it's really well done. So it's actually uh, a story arc, uh, part of the story arc, which is good. Right, like they're using it in a good way. So, um, lastly, I just want to say um, a a big shout out to my Denver uh, family. Um, Some tragedy uh, hit there uh, last night with a bunch of. which is some random person going on a, a, a mad, uh, a mad shooting spree. And uh, it's uh, one of the most uh, just cowardice and ridiculous thing uh, that can happen. Um, and, and in that shooting spree, um, Alicia Cardenas, um, who's a really talented uh, activist and uh tattooist um in denver a friend of a lot of my friends uh, her life was taken uh, she's a mother and a, um and um and a, and, a, and a fabulous fabulous human being and um and somebody that a lot of uh, people i know have uh, had in their lives and uh, so i just want to um big shout out uh to her family and to all of the other families suffering from um such a ridiculous event and um and it just seems to be completely random as far as we go, know as it is and uh and it's uh really uh sickening how how quickly it can go and uh, 
um, um, and uh, and how how such a a loser could take a like take a bright light out of this world because anybody who decides to uh, to attack innocent people. Um, is nothing but a fucking loser and a coward. So um, you will never ever be thought of as a tough guy or a terrorist or anything like that. You're just pathetic. So um, I'm going to leave it on that today. So guys got anything else to offer? <laughs> that. Oh, I thought that was the end. <laughs> okay. No, no. But right, you know, yeah. you know, it is funny. We totally just gave it a moment of silence without even trying. So, so that's, okay. You know I'm what? Just, it fits. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to skip the, my normal, uh,